Father Dear Mita, brought to you by JM Synthetics online at jmsynthetics.com. Let's bring in the man, the myth, the legend, my father. Good morning. Dad, how are you? I'm doing well. And how about yourself and your family? Doing great, Dad. It's always It always makes me smile when I hear your voice. <laughs> Thank you. God bless you, honey. <laughs> you crack me up, buddy. <laughs> well, I, yeah, no, so this is great. I'm going to see you for a little bit at least coming yeah, up this nice. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what do you come in anyway? Well, Dad, uh, me and, uh, and uh, let's see. It's going to be uh, me, Diana, Jim, Jackie, Madison, and uh, and two boyfriends. And You're all coming in the same vehicle? Yeah, we're going to be in the uh, motorhome. Going in where? We're going to drive to Detroit in the motorhome, and then Friday we're going to my nephew's uh, wedding. Yeah. And Saturday. that. Well, the wedding is Friday. Friday. Correct. And then okay. uh, after the wedding, the motorhome is going to drive into your driveway. We're going to go to bed, wake up, and see you on Saturday. Okay. You're spending a day with us here? Actually, something? I would love to, but uh, Jim, my son, has to get back. So I don't know how late we can stay, but we're still going to be able to see you and maybe have some pancakes yeah. or something. Hey, no pressure. You, know, you do what you have to do, honey. Don't worry about it. Right on. And then, of course, uh, we're looking ahead to Thanksgiving. Uh, the same fees that we always charge, you know, <clears throat> for parking. <laughs> what, uh, what, what did Joanne say? Oh, wait a minute, what? Is Jimmy and Sandy coming here? Is Jim and Sandy coming here? I don't think so. Oh, well, they're going right to the wedding. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's their plan, a little bit of a different plan. You know, okay. uh, it's it's uh, when I started the show today, it was 33 degrees, and right now I'm looking. You know how like it gets colder as the morning goes on before it starts to warm up. It's 20, 29 degrees here right now. How many? 29. Oh my word! Yeah, it's coming, Dad. Well, uh, hey, you know, the, you know, with the or uh, when you sit there where you're like. Uh, Picnic table, uh, you know, when we all get together. Yeah. I mean, I wake that place up oh, almost every every other day. Yeah. Just a few leaves coming down. I'm getting so sick of that. Well, wait a minute. So you're like picking the leaves up one at a time when they fall? No, I rake them. <laughs> uh, it's a big bunch of rake uh, leaves, but... I, yeah. Nothing is changing in the amount of leaves that are coming down. Oh, I got you. So, um, you aren't you? So you're not really the type of guy who just waits for them all to fall. You're gonna. No, you're, I kept going every every other day or so. I wake him. Uh huh. Well, you know, some people just wait for them all to fall. Why don't you do that? Oh man, that, no, that looks terrible. Well, Joanna says she loves the leaves. Now, Dad, this is very similar to your philosophy. The, the uh, ritual about piles of snow. Oh, yeah. I know. Oh, my God. Because if I remember correctly, if you have piles of snow, when the days start to warm up, don't you take shovelfuls and throw them around your yard? Yes, and- I do. Yes, I do. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's hard. So that they'll melt quicker? It's what? So And you do that so it'll melt quicker? 
Well, yeah, that's why I spread them out so they can melt. But I mean, my neighbor come out and he uh, got a big blower. Yeah, I know. They pile them up right there, and as long as they clear the driveway, they figure it's all right. But yeah, it is all right. But I don't like that. I like to wow. Shovel them all off around. Oh man, I work. Well, actually, give me something to do. Well, exactly. It's something to do. And then your yard. So basically, um, if you do that on the first warm day, everybody else has three feet of snow in their yard, and yours looks like uh, the tropics with palm trees. (laughs) That's funny. I know. I got some. Yeah. Some weird thing about me. No, no, it's good. It's good. All right. I just like neatness, that's all. No, I get it. I get it. I'm not, uh, I, I can, I, I, I certainly understand. Yeah, well, you can do it. You can ridicule it, though, but nothing changes. That's what I'm going to do. Okay, Dad. Are you ready for some questions on Dear Meathead? I should. And by the way, I was going to make a comment. And you got the most beautiful audience in the world, you know? Oh, they, they just love everybody. They're absolutely fantastic. Well, they're just great people. Great. I mean, there's a whole group of them that I especially love them. Oh, the people that come and actually visit you when you visit me. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And I'm sure they all would love to do that. But, uh, you know. Oh, they're beautiful people. And then we still are enjoying the beauty of this TV that we've got. Oh yeah, how about that? I tell you what, Dad. Oh my God! You got to be so blessed, hey, you guys. You got to be careful because if you say anything that you're worth, like let's say if you said, "Oh man, my car is acting up," they're gonna deliver a car. <laughs> no, I got I'm well taken care of in that. Department. Oh yeah, <laughs> these people—they mean business. Oh yes. Okay. Yes, they are. And they're, they're just wonderful people. Let's put it this way. I just love the people. I love the city that you live in. And I definitely love you. Well, thank you, Dad. I love you, too. And Joanne. Oh. Yes. Um, uh, all right, listen up. Michael writes this. <coughs> Excuse me. Dear Meathead, I recently won a bet against my good friend. When I see him, I want to taunt him. This is Michael Ball writing this. I want to taunt him and rub it in his face. Can you give me some tips for winning graciously? What was the problem that he wants to rub it on his face? Well, he, uh, I think he, what happened to him was he was in a race, like a foot race, a half marathon, and he, yeah. and he won by a lot. Like the guy that he beat was kind of a loser. And uh, so then he, he won the race, and now he's, like, rubbing it in the guy's face. He's like, aha, I beat you. You're a fat ass. You know, stuff like that. Well, if they're personal friends, they can kid each other. That's okay. But if they're not, and they, they're both serious about the winning, and they're going to rub it in, it might set a little, you know, hard feeling. Yeah, there. yeah, you got to be careful. Yeah, the question I have is, then what does he gain by doing that? Um, I think he's just kind of, he might be the type of guy who, uh, uh, you Satisfaction? know. Yeah, he kind of like has to bring people down uh, in order to make himself feel better. I think he's one of those guys, you know. But here's the deal. It makes him feel good and makes somebody else feel bad. Now... We 
which one would you select, you know? I think he'd probably like to feel good and make the other guy feel bad. That's what I think he'd like. Unless he really wants to get rid of the friendship. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's just giving the guy a hard time. Well, how about just say something to him personally? Hey, you know, buddy, you know, I got your beat. You know, how did you like that? <laughs> you know, something like that. Okay, so so you're. And, and let wait a go. And that's a day. Hey, you know, laugh about. Hey, you know, do you know, I could I beat you up. Hey. Okay, you know. okay. So I'm writing this down. I'll walk up to him and say, "Hey, I beat you. How'd you like that?" Well, now you were being strong about it. It's smile. Hey, hey, buddy. Do you remember that race we went? I beat you. I. What do you think of that? Oh, so you got to so, say it with a tone of voice. Keep that, it for the two of you. Like, hey, I beat you. What do you think of that? <laughs> and tell him I'm working hard enough. And I'll, again, we'll do that. I'm going to beat you again. Okay. You know, just make it, make it fun out of it. Uh, Dad, I got a question here from Adam. He writes, Dear Meathead, who played a better cowboy, John Wayne or Clint Eastwood? Oh, boy. I cannot really substantiate the difference of them. I think they both did a great job. No, I, I cannot select. No, you're no vote. You got to think about that one. Well... I, I, because I cared for both of them. Uh huh. And uh, each, each one of them played a different role in that whatever they did. I don't remember. All yeah, that I they, mean it was a, did. it was a, the. Uh, they both are just great, great actors. I think the they, uh, were, they were they were from a different era of the John Clint Eastwood is great, really. The, the John Wayne cowboy is different than the style of the Clint Eastwood cowboy. That's yeah, correct. Absolutely correct. Uh, Clint Eastwood Cowboy, yeah. like in the film The Unforgiven, is one of my favorite. Uh, sure. He's more modern. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Favorite performance. performances. More modern, that's correct. You know, he still that's acts. Still great. Did you know that Clint Eastwood still acts? Yeah. I can't believe it. What is he, 90 years old? Uh, <laughs> he's on a gurney? He, he is in his, his 90s. He makes you look like a spring chicken. He, <laughs> yeah. He is 91 years old. A lot of people should do that. He's a 91 years old right now, and he he just made a film this year called uh, "Cry Macho," yeah. and it was wow. it was hor yeah, it was horrible. It was that it was, it was a, He's crying all right. Oh, it was a stinker. It was so bad. But, well, uh, hey, these guys are history for me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It gets to be the star. He looks he looks yeah. horrible. Okay. Uh, very good. Where am I going here? Okay, next question. Um, dear Meathead, with the colder weather here, can you give me some tips to make my house more energy efficient and comfortable? Because oh uh, fuel costs are going to be high this year. Yes, it is. Uh, Coin with Joanne, you ought to get an electric heater. Electric heater, you say? Isn't the uh, cost of electricity going to be part of that? Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't But there is, there is no way out of it. Well, of course. Then you, you, you're going to pay for electricity then. Yeah, what about the old, like, plastic on the windows, Dad? Yeah. No, I, I don't care for that. No? That is, that... No, I, I secure the windows to be as, as sufficient as it can be. 
But uh, I hate to cover up the plastic windows, uh, put plastic on the windows and all that. How come? Why? It, it, doesn't that keep the room room warmer? Yes. Yes, it does. It kind of limits that. But uh, I, I hate that all that gizmos hanging on the, by your window. And she says, well, you don't see it. But if you put that thing around there, like if I put that in the front of my, uh, this one window that we sit there and watch television, then, then I can't. I can't see what's out there, really. You can't see right through it. No. Yeah, it's not a. Like it's that. it's 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 not a blue tarp. I know. I know. <laughs> Still, <clears throat> it messes up my view. It helps. It, it, right. it does help the heat. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I wrote down. Um, I hate all those gizmos hanging by the window. Yes. All right. I'm, I'm, uh, at the crack of those windows, I can see the cars going by. Oh, well. I, I like to see that. Maybe uh, maybe a little more insulation in the attic, Dad? Uh, I don't know. Maybe some of that... Uh, uh, oh, my house is insulated. Well, I know, but he's uh, he's looking for tips on how to get the house warmer. Yeah. Well, just hanging all that uh, curtain-looking thing. Yeah, it might do something. I mean, I'm sure it would do that. It would reduce the incoming or uh, uh, of the cold air. Yeah, you know. I think he might have you stumped on this one, Dad. It sounds like you're struggling a little on this one. I am. I am. I'm really. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, All right, Dad. Uh, listen to this one. Aram writes, um, uh, "Dear me, Dad. Uh, first of all, I, before I read his email." He's referencing something from years ago. Do you remember when I was at uh, college and I was in that uh, that uh, muscle pageant? Oh, yeah. I remember. Okay. He said, Eric recently shared the video from that man pageant. What was your impression of his performance when you first saw it? <laughs> I couldn't believe you did that. Oh, I, I can't believe it now. Well, I mean, when you're young and youthful and something comes up in your mind and it's uh, kind of strong in your mind, you do it and you have no embarrassment or nothing, Ugh. it's okay. But when you look at it later on in your real life, <laughs> yeah, uh, you're questioning your own ability of the things that you did yes you, you know yeah. according to joanne you looked handsome yeah but it was just there was just but, so uh, much wrong with it remember the rose that yeah you threw? i threw the rose <laughs> here you go <laughs> it, it was fun it, it, uh, did it hit anybody when you threw the rose I, I don't know it probably yeah the, a thorn probably actually entered someone's eye Eric, you have caused a lot of laughter. Oh, God. Well, it, yeah, you did. maybe, but my intention was not to get laughs. I thought that I that... I know, I know you're trying to be a uh, winner of oh. uh, something, you know, oh. whatever it was. So bad. But it was exciting to watch you do that because you had no embarrassment or nothing. That was, I, I thought you should have gone out there with your underwear. Oh. <laughs> So bad. Man. Oh, really? All right. 
Well, the uh, the audience sure gets a kick out of that. I actually shared. I I got my hands on that video and I shared it with them. And now oh they they once again they uh, it this it makes the rounds every few years and they have once again been reminded about how ridiculous it is and uh, everybody's having a good laugh. Well, hey, that was a, that was a thing to do in your mind, you know. So and you did it. Well. You know, as long as you do things that does not bother or cost. Uh, yeah, I guess. As long as they had a good time. But man, I yeah. felt like a jerk. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, hey. Uh, it gave me a lot of chuckles. Yes, it sure did. I could hear you screaming in the background. You have people if they listen carefully when they watch that video, they can actually hear you. So <laughs> you're going, Hey, come on, guys. So that was what, how yeah. many years ago? Um that was ninety, so two thousand to ten. So that was thirty one years ago. So that would make you 56, 56 year old dad, which is just a handful of years older than what I am now. Wow. Hey, by the way, I got to show you a picture when I come see you. I've got a picture that uh, I actually found my, uh, I was telling the audience about this. My, Uh uh, when I was a baby, you and mom, well, pretty much mom had a baby book. Okay. Um, like with, you know, you write down the milestones and maybe put pictures in it and stuff like that. Um, and I, I found that book and in that book, um, it's a picture. There's a picture of my mother holding me next to my brother, Michael. And it says, um, uh, August 21, 1970, Eric's first trip to Grayling. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. My 34 year old mother is at like by the, where the fire pit is sitting there. I'm like, Oh my God, this is incredible. That's the first time I've ever. How did you come up with that picture? Um, my mother, uh, not that long before she got, not long before she got sick, she gave me that book. And, uh, so I've got that book. So that's, that's that picture. It's incredible. Wow. Yeah. So I'll 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 show that I'll I'll show you that picture. It's just pretty cool to see that we're on the property, the property, uh, that long. What what year did you uh, buy the property again? When it had all the trees on it, and you had oh, to yeah. clear the God, land. I can't remember. Well, I mean, if that's 1970, um, we it had to be sometime in the 1960s. I'm guessing. Um, for the only memory that I have of that property when we bought it. We had a camper trailer. Yeah, it was a little thing. Yeah, like that a, we all slipped in it. Yeah, it was like a. I remember you describing it as a pop-up camper. It was a pop-up camper. There was nothing else. Uh, we went there. There was no trailer. You didn't have a trailer there. Right. And uh, we were cutting trees and cleaning up and trying to make it livable. And there was as you entered your property. Yeah. The driveway, I mean, there was nothing. Right. There was like one, two, three trees in a row all the way down to where your trailer is. Right, right. Dad, I, uh, I, I, I'm trying to pinpoint this. I'm going to ask Mike about when he when he started to go up there because Mike was 12 years old in this picture. So maybe he can wow. shed some light on it. And then I start cutting those trees down. Right. 
path. I cut every one of those trees to make it a whole road, which took me God knows how. Yeah, that's uh, that's a lot of work. Holy crap. I can't even imagine that area being just full of trees that you had to bring down. Hold on. As you drive into that property, yeah. and it's down that hill right Yeah. How many? Uh, how, three rows of trees going all the way up to mm-hmm. the, where the trailer is. How many uh, people and dogs did you kill cutting down those trees? <laughs> no, and listen, we hired this one guy, Gowdy, Jim Gowdy. Yeah. He did, uh, and then we're at the uh, your property ends and then go into the woods. Correct. He uh, trenched a deep trench. And we put all of those woods that I cut in there, we had a, we burn it. We burn it for days to get rid of all those logs. Yeah, I remember that. I remember you, well, I don't remember it. I remember you telling me about that. Um, yeah, that, we paid, really paid a piper to work in that joint. Wow. Uh, well, you're enjoying it now. I'm, um, I'm writing this down because I like to write down your meatheadisms. We really, we uh, we really paid the piper to get that joint. Yes. <laughs> and then that one area that you and I just cut it, which didn't need to be cut. All we got to pull it out. You remember when I was there last time with you? Yeah, yeah. Easy, easy work. It was all rotted out. You couldn't budge that thing. I it was a big tree there. Dad, I got I cut it down, and that uh, the law the. Carolina was stuck in the ground. I didn't have the equipment to go down any further. The stump. And the stump rotted. And then we finally, you and I just dug it up. That's exactly right. It was a team effort, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> rotted wood. All right, Dad, I got one more question for you. All right. Lay it on me. Dear me, Dad, uh, Joe writes, I hope you are doing well. I have a dear friend who used to do great athletic events but he is now eating himself into obesity and diabetes uh, after after a devastating loss in a foot race. He has anger issues, so I don't want to get beat up. What can I tell my friend so he starts making healthier choices and we stay friends? Thank you. I love you, Joanne and Ruben. Well, that really is a very uh, heavy-duty issue for a person. Uh, a willpower is a strong tool to possess, to discipline yourself, to do or not to do something, you know. Yeah. But he is, number one, he's got to get rid of the weight. And that's not an easy task. He's got to be strong enough person to do that. But you know what? The reward is so great. It'll take you two to three years to get rid of it. And, you know, I've never been an overweight person, so I, I can't really... Yeah. Well, you were a little, maybe a one... I was overweight somewhere. Yeah, no big deal. Uh, you got to respect uh, your own body. <clears throat> Excuse me. you got to... Th- to reduce or almost limit the intake of your food to get rid of that weight. Weight and diabetes go together. And it's killing you 
believe you me, if you can add 10 to 15 more years to your life by quitting it, please do that. And it's not thing that I can give you an advice except like, advice to give you a willpower. Give yourself the willpower to be mad enough or woman enough to quit taking down all the food that you can. Get yourself away from a table when you're having your lunch and dinners. Believe you me, it increases your life. All you're doing is killing yourself slowly and slowly, faster and faster. All right. I'm looking back. That was a lot, Dad. Yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm saying that from my heart. Uh, because I know when you are in that position, you just, I guess you don't care. You, you, you yeah. keep shoveling the food in your mouth. You wrote, it's a heavy-duty issue for a person. Yes. And then you wrote, uh, willpower is a strong tool to possess. Yes. Then so you, he, he has to create that to possess it. Yep. You got to respect your own body, you said. Uh, and then you said weight and diabetes go together. Yeah. As well as advice uh, to give you a willpower uh, be a man enough to quit taking down all the food you can. That's right. <laughs> that sounds good. From a table as yes. as you can. You got to be a man enough to quit taking down all the food you can. That's right. That one's my favorite. You know? Well, hey, I think I give him good advice. I think I think you did. Too. You, is, yeah, are you kidding me? You always give good advice. There's no medicine for that. You are the medicine. That's right. All right, Dad. Uh, you have uh, <clears throat> you have crushed it again, and uh, I, I I can't say enough how much uh, everybody loves you and Joanne. And uh, I want you to have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you in a couple days. All right, and I love you too, honey, and I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to the people that you have because they are wonderful people. And occasionally, like I just did, I'd like to give that uh, the advice that they that I think is possible. Oh, right. that, yeah, that's what you're here for. That's why they ask you these questions. They love the advice. Okay. You know? Well, I love the opportunity. Okay. Well, you guys have a good one, and I'll see. You. We'll see you in a few days. All right. I'm looking forward to that. Come on down. Okay. I'll talk to you then. I love you, honey. Love, love, love you guys. Love you, sweetheart. Yes, sir. Likewise. See you, Joanne. Bye, honey. All righty. See you bye. guys. All right. There you go. Bye, bye. And the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. Little boy blue and the man on the moon. When you're coming home, daddy, don't.